0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to RPG Cast 549 for July 4th, 2020. <sighs> happy blow stuff up day. Happy scare the crap out of your pets day. Please don't go to a barbecue this- and catch COVID. <laughs>
1: Happy there's not enough Discord in the house, so let's add more to it day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh how many people watched Hamilton yesterday?
2: We I did. didn't realize it was on. Huh? Disney Plus.
0: Yeah, it's we Disney did. Plus. Oh so good. It was amazing.
3: It's like I thought it was good when we saw it in person, but like that original cast, that they're actually better at it.
0: Well, yes, that's <laughs> Broadway versus... I'm just saying. Not Broadway. They
3: really are better at it.
0: Well, they also had a lot more practice. But, yeah. yeah. No, that was good.
2: Um, so, a, a better or worse movie musical than Cats? We
3: didn't see Cats. We, <laughs> we don't know. We seen Cats. It could be really good. <laughs>
0: um. I had to laugh, though, because my friend is sent there, me...
3: Is there a version of cats on YouTube where they CG in buttholes for everybody? <laughs> is that a thing I saw? The, the rebutthold
0: edition? Yeah. Um, I mean, someone CG'd them all in and then had to CG them all out. Wait, what? That seems to be pretty well established.
3: Oh, boy. Buttholes? Yes. Hashtag release the butthole cut. Wait, yes. do they really have buttholes yes. in the original cut? Yeah. Like, why? Uh... Cats, cats. Yes, but
0: because it wasn't a big enough cluster truck, only they needed if you to have add working more tails
3: that move out of the way. Otherwise, uh-huh. you're just you're just kind of being weird.
0: Uh huh. Which is that probably why they got rid of them.
3: It's just kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird. So I
0: had to laugh. My friend sent me a review, and I won't say the name the website, but you can probably find it. That they reviewed the Hamilton musical. And they gave it a lower score because they weren't there
3: in person to watch it. (laughs) I don't know if that's the... Hmm. Okay. Weird.
0: Yeah. So, um, it's been an interesting weekend and I'm sure it will continue to be an interesting weekend. Um... Genie is hiding in boxes almost every night because fireworks have been. Oh set no! Off is here she moving incessantly. out incessantly?
3: Is Genie in boxes? Is she moving out? <laughs> Kelly, are you taking our cat?
2: Um, I do have a cat-only village, so no. I want to give her to me for a discount? No. And then uh, I will post pictures of her on Twitter and have people PM me saying I don't deserve her.
3: <laughs> Actually, that might be the Two, best end state I've heard pounds. of. I feel like this is Jeannie's goal. This sounds perfect for her. She's alone on an isolated island. People are worshiping her on social media from afar yeah
0: this this does sound like genie's
3: dream mm-hmm. <laughs> Hannah, what's my cat doing to you Look he's
0: He's kind of starting to ploop over he I think he's gonna come visit, so okay. I'm gonna move the controller out of the way
3: he did he did the the big claw grab of your monitor uh- oh. Oh, Whoa. you aggroed the Simon. Whoa, world reversal. He's All right. staring at me.
0: So this week, because it is JRPG July, um, I've been playing a JRPG. No. Were you surprised? I was surprised. i surprised. So surprised.
3: You know what I didn't do this week? <laughs> you played a play- JRPG. I play Final Fantasy V like I was supposed to.
0: Oh, you did, did play SISC. Sto-
3: Fiesta is. has stalled.
0: But we'll, we'll talk about that. Because okay. I want to talk about Italian... <laughs> <laughs> Does that
3: count as a JRPG? Uh, yes. yes. I think it's like an... Yes. I think it's a visual novel in JRPG's no, clothing. No, no. I- It's definitely not a visual novel. All it is is skits, and then she goes and presses bring, bring, bring menus for like an hour, and then she has more skits. And
0: and heroines
3: (laughs) from previous (laughs) games show up, but they've been aged (laughs) down to eight and are no longer legal.
2: (laughs) If that that isn't a JRPG, then neither neither is Underwater Ray Romano.
3: Oh, okay. Maybe it's not.
2: No, all right. Fair
0: enough. So yeah, Maruru is really interesting in that it is the third of the original Arlen trilogy, and it's it's my favorite of the Arlen trilogy. It it very slightly beats out Lulua. Even though Lulua is so good. Um Yeah, and so because it's the third out of the trilogy, there's all sorts of callbacks to the previous games, and they things just get weird. And there's tons of characters to play. And you can have all sorts of people in your party. Um, And yes, so Astrid, who is the, um, who taught Rorona alchemy. So Astrid teaches Rorona alchemy. Rorona teaches Totori. And then Totori teaches Meruru. So Astrid comes along and is like, I want to be younger than I am now. Astrid is like 100 years old, at least. And so she makes a a potion of youth. And she's like, well, Verona's like over 30 now. And she's not cute anymore. So I'm also going to give the potion of youth to her. And instead of turning her 14, she turned her
3: 8. Oops. Neither of which would be legal. I was going to point that one out. Yes, but 14 is cute. 8 is just (laughs) juvenile. I'm sorry. When you put it that way and... I don't trust your goals, and I feel like both are disgusting if you're an old lex, like apparently this lady is.
0: <laughs> Look, she just wants her alchemist to be cute. Uh-huh. And adorable.
3: Mm-hmm. All
0: right. And so... Um, it's great because Ramona's personality actually doesn't change much.
3: Yes, it does. She's <laughs> acting like a child and wants to play and stuff. And it's like, but you're an adult in there. So,
0: like I'm saying, Ramona's personality doesn't oh. actually change much. I think you missed it, Chris. In the second game in, in Atelier Totori, Ramona falls into a river and can't have
3: to and can't
0: be arsed to get out of the river. So she floats down the river. And is fished up by Totori's dad. Okay. So, you know, you're like, oh, she's so immature now. <laughs> and she's so childish. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> nothing new there. <laughs>
2: it, it has been a while since I played Totori and Maru, so I don't remember any of this.
0: I, there were so many little details about Maru that I didn't remember that I'm just loving relearning. And it's funny because, there, to me, there's generally no attraction to replay games. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing is, is now that I'm replaying Meruru and I'm having so much fun, I'm like, all right, I got to buy the Dusk Trilogy and replay that now. Because it's been five years. There's lots of stuff that I don't remember about those games.
2: Yeah, same here. I'm just waiting for the Switch versions to go on sale. Yeah.
0: So as soon as the Dusk Trilogy goes on sale, I'm snapping that up and playing it. And I am looking forward to that. So I think I'm about halfway through a telly. And I'm having a total blast. And I woke up this morning and I whined at Chris that all I wanted to do was play Mirror World.
3: And I said, let's cancel the show. Let's do it. It's no. 4th of July.
0: So the other thing that I've been playing this week, which is also appropriate for JRPG July, is Chris and I have started playing Final Fantasy IV Free Enterprise again.
3: Yay!
0: Because... There is a tournament coming up. So this is actually the tournament that got me started in free enterprise is Chris randomly turned to me one day and he was like, there's a Final Fantasy IV randomizer that I want to show you. And we started watching the highway to the Zemus zone tournament. So um, this is now highway to the Thremus zone.
2: Highway to the Thremus zone. Yes. Sorry.
0: That that's been the theme song for the tournament.
2: I can imagine.
0: So last year it was Highway to the Zema Zone. So they're they're punning the heck out of the name every time they add a new year to it. Um. So Chris and I have been racing seeds. Uh. Three nights this week, I think. Yes. Yeah. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we did a race seed. Um, I streamed it on twitch.tv slash rpgamer. I tend to do that. We tend to do them in the evenings, usually starting around seven o'clock. Centrals, if you're interested in checking it out, you can follow us there. Um, So out of three races, I have won three. So Chris has not beat me in any of the races yet. However, I'm getting solidly spanked by everybody else in the tournament. In in the test runs, so <laughs> yeah, um,
3: out of three races, you won two. We said screw this. Oh, that's to the right, first we one. forfeited the first one. We said uh uh-uh. uh. So
0: <laughs> the way that this tournament works is the the flag sets get progressively more challenging the deeper into the tournament that you get, and so the first night that we played. We didn't realize that the flags were the next tier up of the tournament. We thought it was the first tier, but no, it was the second tier. And so those flags start to get really hard. So one of the things that they're going to be doing in this tournament is permanent characters, which is you go to a location and Edge is hanging out there and you must decide immediately if he's going to be a permanent part of your party. And once you add him to your party, you cannot replace him or kick him out. And if down the line your party already has five people and you find someone else that you want, too bad. Yep. So one of the things that makes the play in these particular tournament flags really different from all of the other tournaments that we've played is all of the free, easily accessible characters are turned on. So for those who have played Final Fantasy 4, this is kind of going to make sense. So you go to Missidia, you get two characters. You go to the waterfall, you get a free character. You um, walk up Mount Ordeals, you get a free character. You get the hovercraft, you get a free character. These are all places that in the main story you would acquire characters naturally. Normally in the randomizer, those locations don't have characters because it makes it more challenging. So you get very early um what would be quote-unquote your best party and so it changes the flow of the game really drastically so i'm really excited it's it's a totally different way of playing than we normally play and so adjusting to that has been sort of interesting because there was one race i think i just uh got ahead of you chris because i got a full party so much faster than you you and then i went straight underground so, that was fun. We're going to have to... We'll play another round today, and we'll probably stream it. So, be on the lookout for that. Um, what else have you been playing, Chris?
3: I've been playing Fantasy Star Online 2 with Peter.
0: woo
1: <laughs> I still, still got him trapped. This.
3: He does. He won't let me out.
1: Yeah, we've been running lots of uh, Urgent Quests yeah. and... It's like our new nightly ritual. Not nightly. Almost nightly.
3: You're not consistent enough. Why aren't you not, why aren't you always there for me? I'm I'm not always there. No. That's why we have an alliance. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't do anything with me.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they're pretty You know, I I was trying to think about that as to why it's not like the super active alliance as yeah. far as that's concerned and I realized that <laughs> it probably has a lot to do with the fact that this is PC and Xbox uh, crossplay mm-hmm. and i'm willing to bet that the majority of people play on Xbox so type chatting is just not a
3: oh, thing yeah. for them good point
1: uh, yeah yeah so i wish i could determine who was who and be able to you know pick and choose but <laughs>
3: you can't even get people to change their in-game nickname <laughs> uh, no no,
1: I think half half of the group... Uh, PN122378192 yeah, has joined when the When you chat. start an account, um, before <laughs> you actually make your name, your, your ID, I guess, your player ID is PN and then like eight or nine different numbers. And if you don't change that, for whatever reason, instead of using character chat in the alliance, uh, it uses your player name. And so half the people i can't even identify because they all look like player number whatever i uh yeah uh chris you're still working on your summoner
3: yes yeah 66 out of 65 or 75
1: yeah and i i actually just started working on my hunter which is my second class now um did you are you planning on uh, changing? And if so, what is the next class going to be for you?
3: I currently have no plans.
1: No plans, okay. A buddy of mine is in the same boat. I think he's he's going to be retiring after he's maxed out his Braver.
3: I don't know about retiring, but I think I might start looking for gear for the summoner or start investigating subjobs. Um, mm. I also would have to spend money in... Do the stupid thing where I, I reallocate one skill point in my skill tree that I allocated wrong because this game's punishing. In that Honestly,
1: regard. it might be cheaper. Uh, oh, that's right. You were waiting on the free reset, correct?
3: I don't know when that's ever going to happen.
1: I don't know either. It's supposed to be when the, um, the new chapter comes out, which is sometime this summer.
3: Well, maybe I can but... wait for that.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's too much longer, but, you know, who can actually say for sure? But uh, if you end up purchasing anything, I actually think it's cheaper to purchase a second page for your uh, summoner as opposed to the reset.
3: Oh, okay. And just have this page that I never use.
1: Yeah, basically. It would just (laughs) be a page that just kind of sits there. Uh, Yeah, I haven't, uh, you know, I, I... I purchased the Regal Edition, which was $30. Uh, and aside from that, the only purchases I made was uh, I spent $6 to get uh, two more mags so that I have one for each of the main elements of my classes. So one melee mag, one ranged mag, and one technical mag. Um, but I don't know that I'll be spending any other money beyond that. A lot of it's either overpriced or price really weird um it's a very bizarre pricing i think we talked about it last time yeah
3: i i don't understand it even and it's it takes too long to figure out it's like they've really put a lot of barriers to spending in a game that's supposed to be about making you want to spend money
1: yeah Yeah. (sighs) and i feel like i I could i mean i spent you know five to six hundred dollars or something like that on pokemon go so i'm i'm more than willing but you've got to Got to be a little more savvy with your pricing.
3: Hmm. Sorry, I am just trying to think about my thoughts here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the The dumb part about this game is it's making me think about. You know what? Now that I've learned that I can play a free to play game without buying all the editions, which I don't know if that's still true yet. I am not. I am not convinced that I've learned that lesson. But assuming I can with PSO2, I could go back and actually try Neverwinter again. But I also uh, don't need to a... play these, so I don't know.
2: Well, technically, you already spent all the money with Neverwinter, so you don't have to, worry, have to worry about it.
3: Oh, that's a good point, yeah. It's not true. There's always more money to spend in Neverwinter.
0: That game is an unending pit. <laughs>
2: A never-ending pit of money and sorrow.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So PSO2, I still think it's fun. Um, but I'm having to actually learn my class now. And it's like, whoa, I can do things. I have abilities. I should learn them. <laughs> Almost done leveling the class. And now it's like, oh, I should learn how to play.
1: <laughs> yeah, i I had a... I think I took the easier route because I played a ranger on the japanese servers and kind of knew what i was doing there so you know most people were like take weak shot and then you are an amazing help to everybody's teams Hmm. but with the hunter i know very little about it um and i found out very quickly that they do rely on on comboing together your skills and doing uh different maneuvers that way and uh, that's really challenging to do on a keyboard and mouse. So I have since plugged in my Xbox 360 controller, um, and I've been using that, and it's made made a bit of a difference as far as gameplay goes. But now I'm like sitting here trying to relearn all the buttons because uh, jumping does not is your A button, and that does not pick up items, which makes more sense to me. So. I may have to do some remapping to get this the way I want. Oh yeah,
3: it. I've got them on the same button, and that's one of the first remaps I did. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So stuff like that is very weird to me. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's been it's been fun. Uh, it's solid for what it is, right? I, it's like a good six and a half out of ten. If, you, if you're trying you to rate it, got it? Yep. Like yeah.
3: <laughs> no, you, <laughs> like, I think you nailed the rating. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's fun it's if like, you're in the it's mood for, for it. for what it is, but
1: man, it's got some improvements it can make. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was, I've was i been thinking this week, like, should I figure out what the story is for this game? And I don't mean, like, play the story. Like, should I figure out, like, is there lore of Fantasy Star that, like, goes into the backstory of this game? Does any of that matter? Is this stand on its own? Is there, like, a big YouTube video of lore for PSO I should catch up on? Because... I sure don't get that feeling from playing the game that there's any sort of story that matters. <laughs> I'm level 66. No, I, I've not done a single story quest.:
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's all buried in, in the stories, and I've mentioned this before, but you know, the, the episode one through three that are out there is like 90 percent watching cutscenes and 10 percent actual gameplay. Um, there is some stories, like if you're doing the uh, exploration quests and stuff, those little data pods that are on the ground. Uh, they give you a little bit and that's how PSO one was set up. Mm-hmm. You basically went through a stage, read these data pods about um this girl, her name was Red Ring Rico, and she would tell you, you know, about what was happening on the planet and tell you like why the the things in that story were happening the way they were. So the data pods in this one kind of does a similar thing, but nobody reads the data pods. Mm. Uh, Yes. Most people are just you know flying through and trying to. Here's max out here's levels.
3: the story cl- clips that I get in this game, Peter. Like I'm doing a mission and then someone breaks in and says, "I've got a secret to tell you." And then the message is, "Lily pans are really cute. I wish we could be closer to them."
1: I thought you were gonna say that somebody breaks in and it goes, "Emergency code
4: <laughs> distraction." distraction. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's it's uh. If you want to know exactly why you're doing the explorations and, and why you are an ARC <laughs> Good and what luck. you're doing, and <laughs> you, have to, you have to play through the story, the actual story mode, and uh, it's painful to get through. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm trying to put in the time for it, but I'm just like, why would I sit here and do these story missions when I can easily be spending time leveling up my next class? And I I feel like having the two mutually mutually, uh, exclusive is is putting a damper on the story part of it, for sure.
3: If you want an MMO story, go play (laughs) FF-14. Or wow. Uh,
2: Nah,
3: (laughs) FF-14. All right, what else
0: have you been playing, Peter?
1: I have also been playing Animal Crossing. Uh, it's been a while since I've talked about this, uh, and that's because I was kind of falling out of it. Um, I had, you know, five-starred my island and everything like that. And I had finished doing all of the things that I really wanted to do, aside from like catching bugs and fishing and stuff, which I can pop in, you know, once a month and clean that stuff up as it comes through. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I was... I was happy with the way the island looked even even at the five-star rating, but I wasn't quite satisfied just because I felt like it was still templated sort of the way that Nintendo had given it to me whenever I first started the game.
4: Mm-hmm. So
1: I started like watching YouTube videos and and was really impressed by a lot of these designs and realized that nobody's island kept any of that stuff. So I my wife and I sat down and we talked about it and... I decided to completely uh, overhaul my island. So uh, I trashed everything. So all of my flowers are gone. All of my trees are gone. I tiered everything down to tier one um, as far as like the the height goes on the elevation of the land. Uh, Got rid of all the rivers, everything. It was just this big, flat piece of land. Uh, which was great for scorpions, by the way. Um, mm. If you're looking for scorpions in the summer, uh, trash your island. No.
4: Um,
1: <laughs> but, yeah. So the only thing that really stayed uh, were the, um, the palm trees because I didn't need to actually move them in order to do what I needed to do. So uh, clumped all of the houses over into the corner of the uh, island and just went to work.
2: I and take I- it th- – Sorry, I take it that you like time-traveled to accomplish all of the clumping of the buildings?
1: So I didn't at first. I was actually doing things a day at a time um, because I I had a lot of other stuff to do anyways. But once the island was cleared and I was waiting on things to be – so I had to obviously deconstruct all of my bridges and inclines everywhere. Mm -hmm. And once I got to that point, I was like, okay, I think now it's safe to – do some time traveling because this, this will literally take me three weeks of, of real life time to, to do this the way I want to. Um, I'm, I'm super resistant on time travel. I try not to use it for, you know, any kind of like, um, advancing or anything like that. But I felt like this was a fair opportunity, uh, where I'm not using it to do anything, but just move buildings and bridges and inclines faster. Um, Waiting a whole day was a pain in the butt.
2: Yeah, they need to have something where, like, you pay a million bells and you can just do everything all at once. Because having to wait a day for anything is ridiculous.
1: I was having a discussion about that uh, before where I said, you know, they, they did the interior designing of your home correct. You know, you pop into this overhead view. And you can move everything around in your house in one foul swoop and then, you know, be done with it. And I would love to have something like that for like an island designer view where you pop out and then anytime you want to move something, uh, you pay the bells for it to move it. And then you can just pick it up and drop it where you want it and not have to worry about, you know, either waiting a day or setting down that little uh, that little rolled up piece of fabric that they hand you and, and wonder if it's going to be in the right spot things like that um they just they need to have it be a little more accessible i think uh, almost like a uh, what is that like a creative mode i guess um, yeah but without being truly creative like i don't i don't need unlimited resources or anything like that i just i just need to be able to more easily place things as i'm working on my island
2: yeah, I definitely wish that the game had that. They <laughs> they kind of dropped the ball in that regard. Right. So
1: my five, uh, five-star island is now a two-star island. I have um, like two areas uh, set up. Oh, I forgot to mention one of the other reasons why I wanted to do this is because I don't know if – they weren't thinking ahead when this happened, but the way my island was set up, uh, when Red comes, when he started coming, um, he was actually behind my island. So yeah, he's he always to... behind. Well, based on how my island was set up, I have these these mountains yeah. over there, so I had to like climb up the one side and then ladder myself down the other side mm-hmm. just to get to him. Was it like that for you? Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was oh. for me too
1: yeah so that that's really stupid i was like well i'm not doing that you can build a ramp
3: if you do it right
1: yeah that was too much work i mean (laughs) all things considered i'm i'm doing the entire island but uh yeah so i made it so that he's on uh he's easily accessible on tier one you could just walk into this little area um but i ended up making it kind of funny so it's like this uh almost like a cavernous area and there's we put signs on it that said stay away get out danger that kind of thing and all the black flowers are around there so it's like you know as shady as red is that's how shady this area is supposed to be so but it's i mean it's fun i'm i'm enjoying it again and it's it's had me log on every single day to do work on on the island so um it kind of reinvigorated uh right along the the right alongside of the new patch that we got
3: yes i won't i won't
1: commandeer the time i'll let uh go for kelly talk
3: tell us about it kelly
2: so they added diving and swimming around and it's pretty much like you dive and you swim around and you get sea creatures and that's pretty much all you do (laughs) did you try
1: and dive into the river
2: no i did not i have not tried that yet can you and
1: you you cannot (laughs) i was so sad
2: no, I just kinda did laps around my island getting sea creatures and stuff, and then when I caught a scallop, Pascal showed up. Not not Pascal Takaya. Our our beloved coworker, um, Pascal the Otter. And he gave me some mermaid flooring and then gave me a weird Confucius thing that was also very hippie ish and then took off. And every day since he's been giving me pearls for catching scallops. Um Have you run into some of those sea creatures where they are, like, super fast? Yes. Okay. Because this morning I was chasing something. I did, did like, a whole lap around the island chasing something because I just could not keep up with it. And eventually what I had to do is, on the surface, like, get right above it and then hit the dive button and hope that I got it. And it was, like, a giant clam. Which, like, how the hell was that fast? I thought that those giant clams were kind of stationary.
1: Yeah, the um the Gygus clam or something. Yeah, like. uh, yeah. Yeah, we ended up doing the same thing. So uh, my wife was chasing one around for at least 15 or 20 minutes, and she asked me to help. And that was the only thing I could figure out. So whenever you're on the surface, you know, swim fast up until you're pretty close, and then stop doing the fast pedal and start doing the really slow, you know, like, um, treading water swim that kind of inches you closer Mm -hmm. and then if you dive and know which direction you're roughly going to head um that usually catches it but yeah it was a tough one he was he was super quick
2: i'm happy i only had to catch that once for blathers um But yeah, I've been doing a lot of swimming, have been going to a lot of random islands to try and catch beetles at night because um, they spawn on palm trees and it's a lot easier to just go to an island and chop down all the trees and just kind of force spawn all of the beetles. And I think the only one, two that I'm missing is the golden stag and funnily enough, the cicada shell. I have not. Like in previous Animal Crossing, cicada shells were the bane of my existence because that's all you saw. And I think that they went hard in the opposite direction in this version where I have not seen a single one and I have been, been looking like crazy. And the information on how to spawn one is very mixed because my helper app says that you have to shake trees to get it to spawn. And YouTube says that no, it just spawns on a random tree. So keep trying. I don't
1: know yeah. if you've dealt with it. Uh, I haven't. So, I mean, obviously part of the issue there is that I don't have any trees. Oh, so
2: right.
1: Um, right. I haven't actually been focusing too much on it. But um, most of the things that I can catch from trees have all been things that will spawn on a palm tree. And I can tell you that if you are looking to catch things with a, a, a good focus like that, mm-hmm. lower the amount of trees you have because – I've got uh, maybe 10 or 12 palm trees that are sitting on my beach, and they are spawning like crazy. Um, Even the rare ones are coming up more frequently. So I think most of the beetles for the month of July I'm finished with just because of that. Mm. But no, nothing about the um, cicadas or anything, because I think they only spawn on on regular trees. um, And I haven't I don't have any.
2: Oh, the, the cicada shell! If, if that's the only thing I miss this summer, I'm going to be irritated because, in theory, that should be one of the easiest things to find. I don't know. May, maybe they don't spawn until the the middle of the month because technically the cicadas like are just now coming out, so they haven't shed yet. That's have, the only I other have some thing I can say. Concerns here.
3: I have some yeah? serious concerns. What's up with this netting around the island?
2: Um, that's so that you don't don't get eaten, yeah.
3: But then, but you can
2: catch sharks, yeah.
3: So it's not working.
2: Well, I mean, it's not like the sharks in this game are aggressive,
1: yeah. They they run from you if you're swimming and you happen to swim too close.
2: What
3: is going on? This makes no sense. And we're risking wildlife by putting this netting up. I mean. If it doesn't keep the sharks away, and it puts the wildlife at risk, I don't like this.
2: I mean, it's Animal animal Crossing. We're the wildlife. Oh,
3: all right.
1: Would you have preferred, like, the invisible wall?
3: Yes. (laughs) Because then I don't imagine there's this giant net around the island disturbing the ecosystem.
2: But I also caught an octopus, and I now have a pet octopus in my office in my house. Um, (laughs) Okay. Which that be? I bet. Um, it's about their cage is about the size of like a sea bass cage. But um, I imagine that that's very awkward for people that have uh, Marina and Zucker and um, whoever the takoyaki uh, octopus is in their village. But I also want to catch another octopus and um, turn one of my food stands into a takoyaki stand. Cause why not? we my uh, my Owens all cats. Why not be cannibals for other villagers? Um, I was gonna, oh, and um, I finally got the gold HHA trophy because I redid the inside of my house and made it all pretty and stuff. Thanks to the bug off um, last week. So yeah, I have I have a. What is the score like? Um, One hundred fifty thousand points. Yeah. So th- there's that, but yeah, lots of catching bugs, lots of, lots of crying, not finding cicada shells. Um, and at- we always at have got like two months to get all those bugs caught. Oh, and I forgot to ask you, have you caught a- an ocean sunfish yet?
1: Not yet. I actually haven't dug too much into the fishing side of things either for July, but I usually, I usually start that stuff, um, like midway through the month. Um, you know, towards the end, because I'm I'm panicking. I'm like, oh, I got to make sure I get all the stuff before the month ends. Um, but you know, that might be a little different now that I'm playing a bit more. But <laughs> how it's been so far.
2: So I I caught the ocean sunfish. Said that that's a big derpy boy. And as soon, as soon as I caught it, my husband started singing the mambo song from uh, Link.
1: Good for Link's him.
2: Lincoln-ing. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I forgot that Mambo was an ocean sunfish."
1: Was with a derpy eye.
2: Yes, and I'm trying to catch three of those so that I can make a statues because I want to see how big and derpy that statue is. My my main purpose for like the fish and bug statues is to give something for my Godzilla statue to fight.
1: Nice. I've seen people doing giant moths.
2: Yeah, I have the giant moth. I also have the Moai head that it fights. Mm. Um I wanted to put a shark statue up there for it to fight but those aren't very big. So I'm going to see how big the the sunfish is to fight.
1: Yeah. I think of all the updates so far, though this one's definitely been the most satisfying. Uh all the other ones that have come have been like, oh, okay, yeah, that's nice and everything, but I'm still very curious to see, you know, in in most of the other games uh the only one I don't have references uh, for, is for New Leaf because I never played it. But in most of the other games, Nook's Cranny up, upgraded twice. So it was like a little shack to a little mart and then to like a department store.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm wondering if they plan on releasing an update where that's going to upgrade again at some point or if it's just going to stay the way it is now.
2: God, I hope so, because three items every day plus two small items and then the same damn surfboard or fan every day is kind of disappointing, if you ask me.
1: I thought so, too. I was, I'm was. i hoping that we can get more selections. I don't care too much about the wallpaper flooring at this point because I think I own most of it. But, yeah, the, the item selection is really challenging. And I, I don't know if they, they intend... For you to find more items as you visit other people's islands, or, or you know what the thought was when they made it this way, but yeah, I need the department store in my
4: life.
2: I find it more irritating at the whole colorway thing with the items that your island is basically locked to a certain color, and unless you get lucky with either island uh, expeditions or um, balloons, uh, hitting stuff out of balloons that you're basically like locked to that color. Scheme at all times.
1: I didn't realize that was a thing.
2: Yeah, um, your airport color determines what colorways you get. So some people have figured this out like a a while back because they kept reset or they kept trying to get black street lights and realized that oh it's it's got nothing to do with well I don't know how to put it you'd have to look at it on reddit
1: yeah yeah i mean i'd honestly be happy if i had any other colored streetlights i think mine are green
2: yeah mine are green too do you have a blue airport
1: uh i don't know so what are we looking at as far as the color is concerned like what part of it is blue
2: so if you're if the exterior of your airport is blue then you're gonna have green street lights.
1: oh yeah i think it is then
2: yeah I think uh Chris has a blue airport too. Yeah, I do. Oh, um and it has to do with uh or it relates to those um nook mile items that you can get that decorate your town, but I I'm pretty sure it also relates to what's in your nooks cranny too. So, but yeah, that's that's been animal crossing. What's in for your me. cranny? <laughs> oh.
3: No. Jesus.
0: <laughs> it's like the credit card commercial.
2: That just sounds like break. a personal problem to me. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like
1: that's the question we ask whenever we're bathing our son. <laughs>
2: <What's in your laughs> <cranny?
0: laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Kelly. Uh, I guess I, I motivated you.
2: Yes. Um, well, I mean, I've had the Switch version of Trails 3 pre-ordered for quite some time. And when I realized, oh, that comes out on June 30th and JRPG July is a thing that's going to be my JRPG July game. And I, I lucked out greatly because it was supposed to get here on Tuesday and it actually got here on Monday. So I got an extra day to play it. And I played through the prologue on the demo. So it was like, oh boy, I can get, get like a real head start in this game, and then I get sidetracked, and it's like, uh, oh boy, there's so much stuff to do in this game. I'm overwhelmed. So yeah, I've, I've been playing Trails, uh, Trails of Gold, Cold Steel three. Um, I I've been posting pictures of it on my Twitter, including uh, Reen and someone else in a hot tub, which was kind of nice.
0: There's there's a lot of hot tub scenes in that game.
2: Yes. Yes, so I'm going to be posting a lot of hot tub, hot tub screenshots. Um, I also have all my characters in very stupid-looking costumes.
0: I loved doing that.
2: Don't ever give me the option to do costumes because I will put the characters in the absolute dumbest things that you can imagine. <laughs> um, Reen's wearing cat ears and a cat tail and glasses, and so was Anna's. Ju- Juna is in a cheerleader costume. Kurt is dressed like a hipster, and um, the third girl whose name is blanking me, Altina. Can you say?
0: Oh, Altina, yeah, Black Rabbit, yeah,
2: yeah. Altina is just like wearing a bikini and cat ears. <laughs> and I also really, really want a blonde wig for Reen because he'll look like a human Raymond with the cat ears and the glasses. Um so that, that that's all my questions. I got a question for be- you, Kelly. Yes. How
3: are we doing on the Raymond fan art front? Has that all died down?
2: Um I don't know. I I actually have a sketch of Raymond that I was working on that I want to do, but um I haven't had a chance to mess with it. Okay. Why? Just wondering. Do you, do you want Raymond fan art from me?
3: No, I'm just trying to figure out if we have more um, interesting picks like previous ones you've shown to me.
2: Oh, the one with him in the maid costume? I'm not, I'm not.
3: No, the one where he, yeah, yes, the one with him in the maid costume. You got it.
2: Well, it was the one with him in the maid costume with a gun to his head and uh, KK Bubblegum.
3: I didn't see that one. That's terrible. I
2: posted it in the chat. Oh, I
3: must have missed it.
2: A long, it was a long time ago. So did you but get I a
3: Raymond it. plushie after all that, or no?
2: Um, I'm, like, messaging the people with eBay, and it's like, hey, where's my plushie? I ended up ordering another one from an American store that's actually on its way.
0: This is when so. you file for a refund.
2: Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I honestly don't know if part of it's because of the COVID stuff, because I had also ordered um, Fallen Legion, the Switch version last week and it was supposed to ship out this week and it never is not shipped, so I have a message to them too. So
0: Yeah, but if you're messaging and they're not answering?
2: Yeah, probably need to get my money back. Oh that Raymond fan art with the maid costume and the Nick Mile tickets. Oh
3: boy. I didn't want to
2: Yeah.
0: We we um We've been having some interesting times with eBay ourselves.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, you're making bank.
0: Yeah. So we've, we've been talking about this on our Friday night and Saturday night Discord calls, which you can join at rpgamer.com slash Discord. Um, we have been slowly going through our massive video game collection and shipping it off to Chris's sister, who has an eBay store. And since she works at the post office, it's very easy for her to mail stuff. It is much more challenging for us to mail stuff. And so um, we have discovered that people don't read when they buy video games off of eBay.
2: Um, I I work in e-commerce, and I can tell you that people don't read, period.
0: (laughs) So we've, we've had a couple of interesting situations where people want to return games because they just didn't read. And so it's like, um, do we let them return it? Do we try to convince them to keep it? Do we make an attempt to resell it? Like, what's the right decision here? So, yeah, that's been a fun experience.
2: And I also learned that apparently you can make immense selling puzzles on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't know. And now I'm giving away your family's sticky- you if-
0: Oh, Money making secrets. Oh, knows.
2: <laughs> uh, um, so I have, I have a question for you, Anna, about Trails of Cold Steel Three. Sure. If Reen graduated from Thor's last year, why does he only start out at like level five? Yeah, that's isn't that kind of weird.
0: He, he's I not level that. five. He, I think he's more like level fifteen.
2: Okay, but still. But he, he the point like stands.
0: Level, yes.
2: Yeah, he was like level seventy. Or something in the last game.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I don't hate it know. when games do that. And I, I questioned that myself. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> so one of the things that they do that I think is really cool, and I didn't talk about this in my review, in my sort of deep look, because there wasn't a good way to sort of bring it into the conversation, is one thing that they do that's really cool is the way that the game does its pacing. Reen always stays ahead of level of his students. Hmm. And I thought that was really ingenious, the way that they weaved that all together.
2: That is cool.
0: So, yeah, that's cool. So, uh, ne- he will never fall behind. In fact, he will always be ahead, basically.
2: That's awesome. So, yeah, And um, I've been playing this in high-speed mode, which is, <laughs> which is very hilarious. I keep hearing Yakety sacks playing in the <laughs> background every, <laughs> every single time I move around. I've had it soft lock on me twice. Oof.
0: Yeah, I talked about that in my video review.
2: Um, so, so if, pro tip save always save often, but thankfully with high speed mode, I could at least skip cutscenes that I had to sit through pretty easily. Um, I love how they retooled the combat, and it feels so fluid and visceral and just. It's uh, the, so the, satisfying. The, the way you smack things around and you can uh, have an auto battle or if you can interrupt the auto battle by just hitting the X button to go into craft if you hit a bunch of enemies at once. And, oh, I love it. And then once I got the hang of the fishing, it was like I, I love fishing in this and I want to catch all the fish. And I I can't wait to dive more into this game. It's like been one of those games that I think about when I'm not gaming. Ooh, nice. I, I'm only on chapter one right now. I just got to Parm and was dealing with the situation there. Um, you didn't mention this when you was talking about it, but I love that characters from the previous game kind of show up and you have their phone number and you send stuff to them.
0: Yeah. Oh, I thought I talked about this. Yeah. So Falcom has given up any pretense of trying to explain technology in that world and mm-hmm. it just happens. Yeah. So, so Rian now is- has a cell phone and they do big group calls.
2: And I thought it was funny that Monk is now the radio guy, the guy that works at the radio station now.
0: <laughs> Where the students landed that were in other classes at Thor's Academy is so interesting because I don't know if you remember the twin girls with pink hair.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, One yeah. of them is a reporter and the other one's a nurse.
2: Oh, I found um the reporter one. Oh, Vivi? Yeah. Yeah. Because I have to send her landscapes.
0: Yes you're helping uh, her with her uh with her reporting job.
2: Yeah, uh, wasn't Monk the guy in the previous game that was like taking pervy pictures of people? He
0: was the guy that was collecting rumors.
2: Okay, so it makes sense for him. I thought there was somebody that was collecting pictures that you had to stop.
0: Um, yeah, I don't remember who that was. It might yeah. have been Monk.
2: Cuz when you call him he's like, "Hey, because- show me the goods." The only reason why I thought it was Monk is because he has a creepy face anyway.
0: <laughs> well, and he, he's got that, like, Beavis and Butthead style voice mm-hmm. that makes you automatically think that he is definitely up to no good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, but um I, this is definitely the game that I'm hooked on. I can't wait to dive into more of it. Though I'm going to start something on either my Vita or my 3DS because... um you know, I usually have a portable game and a regular game going since I don't take my Switch everywhere. Um, I'm thinking of starting Tales of Eternia for my portable JRPG July game because I've been in a PS1 mood.
3: So how's that work? Tales um, of Eternia is a PS1 game. How are you going to play it?
2: Uh, on my Vita. Oh, right. Yeah. Vita. So it's it's actually the PSP Vita version. means life. Yes. Vita. Yeah. V- v- Vita means gold mine. Apparently, with what you were telling me pre-show.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. It turns out Chris bought an awful lot of collector's editions on the Vita, and then didn't open any of them, and Why then proceeded in the sky. <laughs> proceeded to buy the games or acquire the games digitally. And so, yeah, we had a lot of. Um, sealed PSP games that we ended up shipping off to Chris's sister to sell. And she's put up two or three so far, and every time she puts one up, they get immediately bid on. So those are in demand.
2: Yeah, especially some of those ones that probably didn't have a UMD. Or didn't have a physical release they were UMD only.
0: Well, they're all collector's editions from, like, X-Seed and stuff. Oh, it's like Ease okay. and Trails in the Sky and Persona. I see. Last but not least, Alex, what have you been playing this week?
5: Okay, so the thing I've most been playing is racing.
0: So you're uh, in, like, yeah, a, a league of some kind, right?
5: Yeah, well, that's, yeah, so, I mean, basically I've been doing the sort of official races, which are sort of, like, every hour for certain series. So I've been sort of doing licenses and that, which sort of, it's basically a rating of how good you are and it unlocks more complicated race series and things like that. But yeah, I've joined the Penny Arcade League, which is, it's not really anything official. It's just basically all the people who have been getting involved with Mike Rahulik getting into racing as well. So we just get and do our own race series, which is a weird mixture of, both experienced people and new players so it's it's a generally friendly league there's lots of advice being shared things like that and it yeah so i think i've done two races in that league so far and it's been it's a lot of fun
0: That does sound fun
5: well i'm sorry i missed because i was talking to the chat what game are you racing i racing. racing. i
3: racing oh are you acting yes, professionally like... like a real racer
5: <laughs> well yeah you have to because
3: yeah except that the real racers don't act professionally
5: well, it depends which ones there are. Which ones are. Some, some of them do, some of them don't. I just thought that was the funnest thing.
0: Real racers wouldn't act like this. The real oh, racers
5: start really? playing. Oh, really? Yeah, the Sorry. real racers don't actually have any of the consequences that the people who actually play the game do, because they were just basically invited in for the special events.
3: Yeah, all right. Fine.
5: So, yeah, it, it, it does free. encourage you to actually do it properly. So, how did you do? involved i'm doing okay i'm about the same pace as Mike kids so it usually means that i my car is on the stream a bit more at least hey cool the last the last race was fun because there was about a sort of five lap section near the end where it was basically me and him do you have like racing properly do you have oh, <laughs> racing properly
3: Lots of oh, respect, yeah, so asking for grey poupon, and you pass each other. Um, what do you? Uh, is there like sponsorships on the car and stuff, or is none of that in there?
5: Well, you have, you have to be very good.
3: Okay, well, but that's like, a thing people well,
5: do, right? Actually, it's a, it's a mixture. So you can, there is a sort of trading paints thing, which lets mm. you paint the cars how you wish, and there's just a bunch of those that are based on sure real world cars and things like that.
3: But like so, people like actually do yeah. sponsorships in that, don't they?
5: Yeah, that that's the top end to when you're actually racing for prize money and things like that, which sure. I am. Um, oh, Yo, you're not yeah, there no, yet. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I doubt I'll ever be there. To be honest, <laughs> this is your
3: new career, Alex.
5: No, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I like it's proper sim stuff. So it is all about learning how to be calm, driving consistently. And yeah, very enjoyable, especially especially. With, how i racing is set up in that it encourages people to do it properly. You don't get people being jerks and if if they are they're swiftly either gone from sort of the sort of races you'll be in or can get banned from i racing for just being being jerks. Cool.
3: How much does yeah. it cost to get into i racing like you're into i racing?
5: Well you, you need to buy a wheel.
3: Okay, that's gonna be the. That's the What's, my, what's my entry level funds? competent wheel cost me?
5: Uh, about two hundred dollars, uh, and then yeah, off oh, that there's that's yeah, just the entry level. If you want to get into really proper stuff, then you're getting into the thousands quite quickly. How much is the game? The game is the game what's is a subscription.
3: A oh, fifty percent off all new memberships right now.
5: Yeah. And it's not too bad, I think. So what it says two yeah. years is a
3: hundred, one year is fifty-five, three months is 1650, one month six fifty. Hey, seven bucks to lose interest in a month—that's pretty good.
5: I yeah. That. So yeah, the actual <laughs> price of the subscription is about. What it also has is you have to buy certain cars or tracks. Oh. On top of that, so you get a decent selection of free to actually learn if it's something you're going to be interested in in the first place. But mm-hmm. once you start getting seriously, you need to buy buy tracks and stuff which is usually about there's a sort of discount for if you buy more so it sort of ends up being probably about 10, 10 bucks a track or car
3: additional cars are 12 bucks each additional tracks are 12 bucks each or 15 bucks each depending on the car, the track and then there's some like, discounted car cars and there. track packs and then there's bulk discounts like you just said wow <sighs>
5: Yeah, there's websites out there that sort of advise what cars or tracks you want to buy if you want to get into into specific series. So it's got it's got oval racing and circuit racing, so you can sort of specialise in specialise in those. Yeah, so I'm sort of skiff jumping between a lot of things at the moment because so I'm sort of trying to figure out what I like most but the the Penny Arcade League also does a good job of sort of just bouncing around most of the things. So it's a big collection of everything. And most most of it is the free stuff, but I think they're looking at adding like one or two castle tracks every sort of season, which I think they set up to be eight weeks or so.
3: Cool. All right.
0: Any other games that people want to talk about?
5: Oh, yes, I've also played Death Come True, which I think Josh spoke about last week. Everyone says we should
3: play that. Yeah, we should play that. The Japanese horror game with real people.
5: It's not a
0: horror game, is it?
3: Nah. It's
0: It's not even as scary as, like, nonary games. You know what it
3: looks like? Remember that um, game I... Oh, it's, it's like that, uh... I don't know. It's like that game we played with the, um... With the car park and the British guy and the bank yes. robbery, but with like deaths. Yes. Because you can screw up. Yes. You have to replay. Uh huh.
5: Yeah, it's, it's like
0: four Shibuya scramble. But yeah. there's death involved.
5: Oh, I wouldn't say it's like that because it's a lot more compact. It is. Bas- it is basically an FMV movie. It's mm. not gonna. It's gonna last you three hours max. Oh okay.
0: We could knock that out in an afternoon, Chris. We could.
5: Yeah, I think. Well, I think that's basically how it's designed. It is. They have actually said it's priced about the same as a movie, and that that seems to be deliberate. Well, the one thing is, I wouldn't go in expecting too much. Oh. It, it's it's definitely enjoyable, but there's nothing that's going to stick around in the memory too long afterwards. So it's definitely worth doing but don't don't expect everything. And yeah, other than that I'm in I've almost finished beside the full goal and I'm in January now. Cool. But yeah. That should be done this week.
0: Neat. All right. We are gonna jump into our feedback.
3: What's feeding back? Do I need to adjust so, some audio?
0: We asked people what was their favorite RPG under 20 hours. What was it? Um, well, Lord Faye wanted us to know that he's playing Final Fantasy 3 for JRPG July.
3: Thank okay, you. good for him. Um, <laughs>
0: all right. Krull, Krull says For shorter RPGs, I have to give a shout out to Supergiant Games for Bastion and Trends' Sister, which are both wonderfully stylish top of the mind for me, though, seeing as I just finished it, would be Cosmic Star Heroin. Yay! Um, fun story, properly challenging and interesting combat. Uh, they played on the Heroin difficulty level with no grinding required. I didn't even need to have an alien cat named after me and I still love it. A <laughs> plus Crow. Alright, Featherhoof. Um, says, I tried the Trails of Cold Steel 3 demo on Switch and I felt so lost and confused in both story and mechanics. Then again, the last and only Legend of Heroes game I played was Trails in the Sky, first chapter years ago, which I loved. I mean to get the second chapter, but I've been busy. Yeah, if you're going to jump into Cold Steel 3, there is a catch up mechanic in the main menu. You need to read it. <laughs> yep. Um, but it uh, sincerely does a really good job condensing down 150 hours of gameplay into 15 minutes of reading.
2: Yeah.
5: So, yeah. you know. I will say you'll definitely get lost in the demo just because it starts in media res and, yeah, you don't have that catch-up yet. So right, I and the other thing would, is, is... Don't worry about that.
0: Yeah, the other thing is is there is going to be a bunch of characters that are introduced that are very clearly callbacks and you're not going to know who they are. That's Okay um the the thing that I think is really interesting particularly in terms of Cold Steel 3 is they've basically set up the same thing that I like about Atelier Totary where you have two perspectives for every event going on. If you've played all of the other trails games, you are Reen you know who these people are you know why they're famous, you know who's interacted with them you know they're all, all of their relationships So that is the veteran trails player who's like, played all the fan translated games and played all the the trails in the sky and trails of cold steel if that's not you you are yuna and kurt and altina who you kind of have an idea who these people might be and you clearly recognize that they're important but you don't personally know them
5: oh you know altina altina knows
0: altina knows some of the
5: people yeah yuna is probably the most
0: unconnected closest yes And so don't feel like you not knowing who these people are or a little bit or feel a little bit lost about what's going on. That's actually kind of intended that that's like the student's perspective about what's going on so anyways uh, moving on uh the 20 hour list at criteria had me scratching my head but then i got it crisis core final fantasy 7 um crit pathing the game i rolled credits at a clock time of 17 hours the game is amazing and one i really wish square would release from its psp prison would you agree with that, Chris? You played Crisis
3: Core. I did not play Crisis Core. I bought Crisis Core twice. And did <laughs> you not have play two it.
0: copies of it.
3: In different languages, different regions. <laughs> I started playing it, lost interest, because I don't know how to commit to anything in my life and uh, didn't finish it.
0: You're married yeah, to me.
2: I, I think it's a shame that Type Zero got released from its uh, PSP prison, but not Crisis Core. But I guess part. I guess they, their philosophy was well. Type Zero never got released in English, so here you go.
0: So Victor writes in and says, "I am playing Persona Two: Innocent Sin on the PSP for JRPG July. I wish that game was released in the US, and then it was. So it's finally time to finally experience what I wished for." In terms of favorite short RPG, Undertale. It's just that memorable, groundbreaking, and fun. This is where Chris insists that I really need to play it, and I remind him that I have no interest in it. No,
2: I agree with Chris for once. You do need to play it.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, what game are we talking about? Undertale. Undertale. Anna oh, needs to play it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you should, I try don't worry, I... You should oh, definitely i take
2: Anna's side, but <laughs> Yeah, you right
3: should you cage. should play that, Anna. You'd like
0: uh-huh. it. All right. Um Tracery, Tracer Three, writes in and says, The shortest game I've played was Ease Ark of Nepishtim. When I beat it, I was truly stoked at how short it was. Ease Ark of Nepishtim was my first Ease game. And I always hear that the first game you play out of the series is going to be your favorite. Nope. Ease arc of Demishtim is not a really good game. If you no. want short Ease games, those do exist. Um, Ease Origin is short, as well as um, either Oath and Felgon or Memories of Salsata. One oh, of those memories,
2: is a... memories is
5: pretty probably, long. Probably Oath. Yeah, Must me- be memories Oath. Is, memories is about 25, 30.
0: Okay, yeah, one of them I, f- I was so surprised. Yeah, Ease Memories of Salsetta, I finished in 17 hours.
2: You must have not gone for completionist then.
0: I guess not. I don't remember liking the side quest system as much in that game.
2: Yeah, that's probably it, because I, I put like 40 hours. Okay, well. Yeah, Ease games can be pretty short, Um, like one and two. You can finish Ease 1 in about two hours if you know what you're doing.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's the one with the bump combat, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that game's weird. All right.
0: Uh, Thank you, everybody, for your feedback. Um, We are going to circle back around to the question of the week later in the show. Okie dokie. Yes. So it's time for the news. We had lots of editorial content this week, and some of it was even from me. What was it? Um, So I put out my Legend of Heroes. It's not news. Trails of Cold Steel. It's the editorial content.
3: Okay.
0: I put out my Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 3 Deep Look. So doing a review again didn't make a lot of sense since I felt like I was basically going to be the same saying all of the same things that Alex did. And so instead I focused on the things that I really liked without having to stick to the formulaic review format. And then I talked about the things that were different. And then Alex and I turned that into a video review. So thanks, Alex. It's so my first video review. A, so
3: you didn't write a review so that you could write a review? Yes. Maybe you should have just written a review and not stuck to
5: the formulae format? <laughs> the word review isn't used in that video. At oh,
3: it's a video look as opposed to a video sound. A video hearing? Yeah. What is a video
5: look? It's <laughs> like a deep but with video. Okay. <laughs> video deep look <laughs>
0: uh, we also reviewed pillars of dust um which i was like totally walled off from i didn't even know we had a review copy because i'm credited in that game
3: what's pillars of dust
0: <laughs> it's the game where um chicken nuggets are the currency okay and Sounds you play good. two brothers one of which was raised as a prince and the are other you one
3: credited? Was raised did as you a do you did some qa yeah nice
0: i did uh I did a lot of localization, even though it was already in English. Uh, I I helped them with their script.
3: Did you tighten up the graphics on level three? No. You should.
0: Because by the time I got to level three, there was an an unfixed crash, and then I got kidney stones. (laughs) That was earlier this year.
2: That sounds like an awful beta test.
0: It was so bad i I wanted to do a lot more with that game and i was this game so broke your pain. kidneys <laughs> all right um we have a we have another video review we have a video review for ease memories of salsta Hey, what a coincidence it recently came out on p s four um we have a an impression for romancing saga re universe which is a gotcha game that isn't uh so predatory so If you're interested in trying out a saga game that has slightly less predatory gotcha, go for it. Um, We had Adventure Corners. We had Adventure Corner for Death Comes True, which Alex talked about earlier. Josh talked about last week. We had another Adventure Corner for the Haunted Island, a Frog Detective game.
3: Oh, did they like it? They did. I've heard good things about Frog Detective. Yes.
0: Um, And then we had a, a fascinating editorial um, role playing in an action game, playing God of War through Atreus's eyes. Okay. So, read it. It's really compelling. Fascinating. I think you'd find it interesting. Chris. So,
3: here's a question. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what I haven't played the new God of War. So. Oh, then don't read the editorial. Yeah, exactly. Um, also the uh there's another gotcha game that came out this week, right? Cinevalis by the the NieR Automata guy? Yeah that's we're, a thing. we're did, not
0: talking about that yet
3: oh but it like did nobody do anything on our site for it
0: we didn't have a review code for a free game
3: but we did for romancing saga Reuniverse. it's right. been out for a few weeks okay <laughs> that's what i'm saying is like <laughs> this just came out maybe someone did a thing
5: no you'll have to you have to poke trent he's your he's your cares about mobile stuff <laughs> <laughs> fair so enough
0: talk him into playing it chris all right, actual headlines.
3: Mm-hmm. This oh, this purpose. is my part. This is my part. Sorry, I was signing up for Cinevalis, but um okay. So, Anima Song from the Abyss has been announced. It's an action RPG from Anima Project, so it's a good name for the company to be Anima Project since they're making Anima Songs from the Abyss. What is this? Oh, it's a th- it's a third one in a t- in a series? Like earlier titles, Gate of Memories and Anima Gate of Memories The Nameless Chronicles, the game is based on the Anima Beyond Fantasy Tabletop role playing game. Oh goodness. I I don't know anything about this series. Is it any good? Has anyone played any of
5: these? I, I played the first one, it was yeah, it wasn't very fun.
3: Alright, this or <laughs> um or uh yeah. or um what's it called? The uh uh Kurt Schilling game.
2: Um, Kingdoms of Amalur? Yeah,
3: this or Amalur? No, any, any, oh, Amalur. Amalur? Okay,
5: cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the series is based on the Spanish, so you probably haven't heard of it. Okay, but probably. maybe
3: this new one will be better, so who knows. This is a, it's yep. just been announced. It's coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC and Switch, but no release dates have been announced. RPG Maker mv is coming out for ps4 and switch this september uh do we know when the pc release is out is it already out
5: like five years ago
3: oh i thought they announced a new one and i figured this was this mz oh gosh
5: i hate everything
3: okay so this will be
5: this one's been delayed like a A year
3: apparently quite some time if it's been out on pc for five years um okay (sighs) <sighs> isn't this the one that was on vita uh, you know i don't care i don't care there's another rpg maker <laughs> this one's on console it's a new it's an older one than the new one that's coming on pc <laughs> there you go final fantasy 14 oh alex tell us about 5.3 anything cool it's coming out in august. Okay, if that's all you know, that's fine. They're continuing the story from Shadowbringers, adjustments to some content and the second part of the near um content
5: raid thing. So Yeah, it's it's the usual major update stuff. Yep. And I think got... it does have yeah, it does have some of the revamping of the 2.0 stuff in it though. Ooh. Uh, that might be, that might be of interest. Cool. I'm already
3: done that, but for people who haven't and you want If you want, listen, originally, after Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn came out, they had to pad the time before their first expansion. Because, you know, they needed to make sure people were sticking with this game. It was worth the investment. They had a lot of things to clean up and and figure out. And it took them a while to get to that first expansion. So they released quests in these little, little packs. And they take, you know, they were maybe padded a bit to give you a feeling that you had something to do while you were waiting for them to, you know, finish the game or the next stage of the game. But if you go back and play all that in a row right now, it doesn't feel so good. So they are working to make it better. And it sounds like uh, uh, some of those fixes are in here. So that uh, that between <laughs> 1.0 lot and, the, and a lot 3.0. A traveling
5: the waking sands.
3: Yeah, <laughs> You have to go Mind back problem. and forth to the Waking Sands a lot, originally. and It sucks. <laughs> you have to do 20 million quests. <laughs> As they say in the chat. And they're kind of fixing that. So we'll get a chance to see if they did a good job at that or not. Uh, uh, in August. So, there you go. Uh, Dungeon of Nehubuk. Nehelbek? Nehelbek. 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 Needs umlauts. The Amulet bad, of but, Chaos. Yeah. It's launching in August. It's a game from Artifact Studio and publisher Dear, Dear Villagers. Becoming a PC via Steam, GOG, and Epic Game Store. Uh, there's a trailer. You can go check it out and see what's going on. It's a tactical RPG, Anna. Okay. And it's based on a comedy series. So, a French author's. Uh, parody audio series so it might be funny so in in theory this would be of the sort of where are the Cheetos sort of comedy right so
2: I was trying to see if there was like any English dubs of that comedy series but I couldn't find anything
5: no this is I think the first time it's been an English, there's an English version or adaptation of it
3: the wizard <clears throat> has to translate for the ogre in the party So that's a good sign. He's very stupid. Obviously min-max for strength. (laughs) All right. So you can check that out in August. Uh, PC only, but uh, that's cool. And check out the intro video to see if, uh, to get a taste of whether or not you might want to check that out later. Uh, New Outriders presentation from publisher Square Enix and developer People Can Fly. Hint, people can't actually fly. Don't try to fly. Um, they uh, they're showing their Outriders shooter. This is the thing that I think everyone was disappointed when it was revealed originally. So, eh. but if you want to see a Square Enix shooter and with lots of I guess production values
5: or something, I don't know. Whatever.
3: Is
2: this even an RPG? Yeah, I
5: thought it was supposed
2: to be Destiny like.
5: Yeah, it's basically yeah, it's basically Square Enix's Destiny slash Anthem. Okay. Well, we'll see which we'll see which one it ends up being.
3: I don't know. Is are, do people even care about Destiny anymore at this point?
5: Yeah, that's yeah, that's still quite popular.
3: Okay. I thought it was getting. I thought it was losing people's interest. So,
5: uh,
3: I nonzur. I think, I think the they fought the it
5: back recently.
3: Okay. okay, there you go, and uh, you can see uh, you could see the video, get a sense of some of the music, lots of videos you can catch up on, and see if you're into this. Uh, when's it coming? We have any cl- oh, holiday period, yeah, holiday. so PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X, Xbox, all the all the main con- all the big boy consoles and the PC. <laughs> Sorry, Switch. <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn's hitting PC in August, uh, August seventh to be specific, and it'll be on Steam and Epic Game Store. Uh, and then uh, that's, that's the Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. It will include the Frozen. Walk. Wilds expansion. And we have a Kickstarter check for Arcadia Fallen. This is from developer Galdra Studio, who is from Denmark. And let's see what they got. Oh, this is zoomed way too high. Okay. So, they want $12,000. They're about 5600 right now. They, uh, let's see, if you get in and just want a game, it's going to be... It's going to be $21 or so. Uh, They have a demo, so you can just try it out right now. It is a... What kind of game is it? Is it a visual novel? Visual novel
5: novel slash RPG.
3: Visual novel slash RPG? So, like, you do visual noveling and then fighting?
5: Yeah. It's probably more of a visual novel than anything else, but there's RPG stuff in it.
3: If you want to go crazy, let's see... 7,000 DDK- DKKs, which is about $1,050. You can create a hero and, um, let's see, you get a signed art book, some personal thank yous, uh, your names in the inn, you get a Kickstarter exclusive print, you get a physical thank you card by the main cast, your names in the green games credits and all this other stuff. So if, uh, you want to go crazy, you can do that. And, uh, they also have in the Kickstarter, you can see who's doing the voice acting for each of the characters. So if you're a particular fan of one of these... Uh, what's, the, what's the Japanese voice acting name? Seiyuu? Something like that, right? Or is that a Japanese name for dragon? I might be wrong. That's well,
5: Seiyuu sounds like...
3: Yeah, if you are a fan of a particular actor actress, you can check that out. Um, and they have a male or female option for the main character. Uh, and that's Arcadia Fallen. And then finally, we have, oh, second to finally, we have The World Ends With You. The animation has a trailer. You can check that out. Uh, that is not an RPG, but apparently we're covering the anime for this one because, oh my gosh, The World Ends With You is so popular on our site. So, once it was again. It a
2: nice hidden little gem. Yeah.
3: Uh, I'm just going to say we don't cover all the Persona animes that come out, but uh, that's fine. People really like World Ends With You, too. Go check that out and see if you're going to be into the anime.
0: You know, you're just going to make Alex cover those animes now. I know,
3: and that would not be a bad thing in my mind.
4: <laughs> and <laughs> finally,
3: uh, Bethesda is teaming up to do a Fallout... Sorry. Kil- Kilter Films is teaming up with Amazon Studios to make a series based on Fallout. They probably had to license it from Bethesda since they own the franchise now. And um, it's uh, acclaimed producers Jonathan Nolan. I don't know who that is. And Lisa Joy. Okay. Uh, that's Their company's is Kilter Films. They're going to make the project. It's been uh, pretty much guaranteed to go to production. They don't need to approve too much of it. They've got a weird clause on the contract that lets them basically have a lot of creative control, I guess.
5: So okay. Amazon's going to. Jonathan gonna be just Nolan it. created Person of Interest and Westworld.
3: Oh, it's the Westworld people. Okay. There you go. Not I haven't gotten into Westworld, so I don't know. So this could go good. It could go bad. It's yet another media take on uh, Fallout, and I'm curious to know if they will capture the essence of the fun, weird, quirky, old computer RPG Fallout, or will it be kind of gritty, hopefully taking some of the quirkiness of the the mechanical detective guy from Fallout 4 Fallout? Or is it going to be like boring, trotting story from Fallout 3 Fallout, but we'll see. Here's hoping for a straight-up adaptation of Fallout New Vegas, because then I don't have to spend time playing the game. I could just watch it. Would that work? That wouldn't work at all, would it? I didn't play it, so I don't know. I'm just saying stuff. I'm waiting for people to agree or disagree and they're not saying anything.
2: (laughs) I I have no opinion. I'm not really a Fallout person.
3: Has anyone on this call played Fallout New Vegas? You? Oh, yeah, I played it. No, not me. I planned to I at some it. point. <laughs> okay, Alex did. Do you like it?
5: Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's jank as hell, but I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
3: I'll take it. Oh, oh, we have briefs. I didn't open briefs. Um, You didn't tell me to do briefs. Uh, Bloodstain Curse of the Moon 2 is coming out in early July. That's the 8-bit? Eight, the is this one going to be 8-bit or 16-bit? Um, 8-bit. Still 8-bit? All right. Mm-hmm. Divinity Original Sin 2 is coming to iPad. What? What? <laughs> is it going to do the cross-play and everything?
5: I don't no, think no. so.
3: Oh, come on. You can pick up and play on your Switch and your PC. They better do that on the iPad. That would be yeah, dumb. Well,
5: it's it. a different developer for the Mac iPad. <sighs>
3: Why? All right. No Straight Roads is opening in August, whatever that is. Oh, it's a rhythm action game. No Straight Roads from Metronomic. They did the Metronomicon game, right? This is the Metronomicon game?
5: (laughs) No. Okay, well... I think that's just a coincidence. All
3: right. Their name is Metronomic, and okay. Well, whatever. This game has rhythm and action. August. Um, second quarterly development update has been published for Diablo 4 oh I hadn't seen this oh dear did they talk about how dark it is
0: it's very dark guys it's so dark
3: (laughs) and metal (laughs) did you know they like metal music (laughs) let's see let's let's skim this for anything good dialogue and in-game event scenes are being presented differently in Diablo 4 uh the news titles experimenting with a cinematic approach for that. Okay, great. Uh conversation see the isometric camera zooming closer with character animations and movements augmenting the Who cares? That's not what you're coming to Diablo for. Tell me more about the freaking gameplay. Uh, uh All right. So you're going to have crafting, world PvP, side quests, camps, important locations overrun with enemies all over the sanctuary. Um, there's ancillary locations that don't tie directly with quest objectives, but uh, clearing them adds new waypoints filled with NPCs in the map. Each one has a unique backstory that can be gleaned through its environmental storytelling. To- okay, fine. Players will be able to employ a mount to travel. Tell me about respecting and inventory management, the important things about Diablo. Come on. Where do I put the points? That's all I want to know about. And you're telling me about NPCs on the map. Come on, guys. Am I wrong here?
2: No. Nope. Maybe they're saving that for virtual BlizzCon. Oh, whatever.
3: That's is, is that not a even thing? coming
0: out until next year.
3: Is there a virtual BlizzCon?
2: Yeah,
0: it's been it's gonna be January twenty twenty one.
3: Hmm. Dungeons and story moments will always be private, reserved just for the player, and if they choose to travel with one, they're party, so it's not private. You just contradicted yourself, but whatever. I'm I'm sorry. I'm being very hypercritical about all this information because I don't trust Diablo, the the Diablo Four development team based on how they presented themselves in the last BlizzCon. So my very apologies. Dark. So dark. I, I'm I'm not being fair to them, but also I, I've got bad feelings. But it's Blizzard. Maybe they can pull it together. After all, this is the company that has nobody left at it who's made any of the games that I respect Blizzard for making. So it's going to be fine, right? It's fine now. Blizzard's fine. It's fine now. Okay. Now that my little crisis is over, I'm going to move on. <laughs> um, the Waylanders has come out on Steam Early Access and it's getting a roadmap for what else they're going to do. Um, Gato Salvaye Studio has released its current roadmap. I'm sorry, I'm white. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, the, the full PC launch is currently expected in early 2021. And uh, you travel with up to nine party members, switching between Celtic and medieval time periods. Oh, that's cool. Um, and the, so you can see we got an image of the uh, the roadmap on the site. So if you're playing this game or, or following on with the ro- uh, early access, you'll want to check this out either on our site or on their site. So... Monster Hunter World, Iceborne's getting a, another title update, and it's going to be on July 9th. The extended event quest will end on July 8th, so I guess they've been on pause for updates for a while, because, you know, COVID. So the the new update will be on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, all on July 9th. Does that mean they're finally in sync? Maybe uh, should be. Yes. All right. That's cool. Um, now all they need to do is add crossplay. <laughs> I know. Never going to happen. <laughs> um, Cyberpunk RPG Dex is coming to the Switch. Oh. I've been mildly interested in this one, but I don't know if it's any good. Um...
5: If only there were two review links on that store you were looking at.
3: I think there were. And uh, one person, uh, 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 ah, Harry thought it was a three and a half, and the other one. Sorry, my my mouse is freaking out here. Excuse me, while I get my mouse under control. Uh, Meg Minke says two and a half. So that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> It averages out to I might like it and I might not like it. (laughs) Great. Glad for that clarity. Uh, You're welcome. Thanks. (laughs) New Virgo versus the Zodiac has got a demo. Yeah, that's a game. Virgo versus the Zodiac. They've got a new demo. Uh, It's downloadable on Steam. You can get through the whole first dungeon and transfer progress. Lots of demos coming out right now because, like, I guess everyone's been making trade show demos to have fake E3, right? Sure. Who's doing, like, the big yeah. demo thing? Is that Steam right now, or is that
5: someone else? Yeah, Steam's doing that the Steam. summer they, of they games. Finished it, But it's over. Yeah, they f- I think that's over now. It's Xbox is doing one later this month. So does that and mean all the kept... demos are gone?
3: Yep. Oh, no. Was... Lame. I all missed the
5: them time ones are gone. There'll be I some that stuck around.
3: I miss the demos. Actually, I wouldn't say I miss them, but I did not take advantage of them. All right. This is uh, inspired by Mario and Luigi, and the Mother series uh, has turn-based combat with timing mechanics. And you can go check that demo out now on Steam. The game's out on twenty bu- uh, on July 9th for twenty bucks. So,
5: no, that's when the sale ends. The game's oh. out now. Oh, well, game's out now.
3: Oh, I'm yeah, it sorry. December. I spread that. Ugh, I'm an idiot. So there's a demo for a game that's been out for a while. I guess. Yeah. For twenty percent off, you can get it right now till July ninth. So go check it out. And see if you care. Do we care? Yeah. Are there reviews on this one. Did you try it, Anna? Nope. Why not? I played it. It's good. It's a it's a Mario and Luigi style game. Why aren't you playing it?
0: Um, I don't know.
3: Have you seen this art style? This is cute. Mm-hmm. You should be into this. You play as ladies. So I played like that. Yeah. Say what, Peter? I've played this game as well. Good, bad, meh. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Oh, Anna, come on! That's two consistently approvals, and the the written review is a three and a half. Oh, that's Alex. Okay, <laughs> that's two approvals. <laughs> I'm going to shut up now. Hellpoint is launching at the end of July for PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. You can pre-order it and get twenty percent off. It's thirty four dollar ninety nine cent price and it's out july 30th i said it's a sci-fi action rpg set on a derelict space station orbiting a black hole and is inspired by dark souls dead space and adventure anna this is not a game for you Nope. this is very much not this is not a game for me i'm gonna move on it's on switch okay it's on switch perfect (laughs) it's on switch anna it's for you great (laughs) hard pass mmorpg bless unleashed is coming to pc where's it coming from ah the xbox one uh free to play looks like it coming out in 2021 lots of quests and you can play things and decide if you want to spend gobs of money i'm sure on all sorts of in-game purchases Undermine is launching fully in august
0: yes i'm looking forward to this remember me and you played this at um i'm pretty
3: sure i have this on early access
0: It's cool. You're a peon and you get kicked down into the mine and you have to make it as far as possible.
3: Yeah, then you die. Yeah, I do own this. I own this on Steam and I said, all right, I like this. I want to wait for them to finish it. So. Well, (laughs) good news. August. Looks fun. August 6th. Yeah, it does. Yeah, what I've played is fun. Yes. Um, It's very much roguelike. So, you know, but with progression.
0: Yes, permanent progression. Yes. That's the magical
3: words. That's magical words for Anna. Um, are you gonna play this on pc
0: i think no, so No,
3: you're not you don't play sh- anything on pc what are you talking about <laughs>
0: uh-huh
3: i can't even get you to p- you had me buy assassin's creed odyssey for you and you're still not gonna play that on pc well
0: it's not it's jrpg july so i'm okay. not gonna play right. it
3: right now J- uh, so action rpg august, august. all yeah. right perfect <laughs> it's gonna be real this year all right what's coming out this week anna
0: um ch- 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 cross code wrong. it looks like yeah so cross coming to consoles. Ooh. Pigs flu. Um sort art online alicization like chorus is coming out for PC, PS4, no, and Xbox One.
5: It's it's actually pronounced licorice.
0: <sighs> Are you kidding me? Licorice. Uh, you, it,
5: alicization licorice? Yeah.
0: Video games have been cancelled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and katherine uh, full body hits the switch
3: i know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna order chipotle now
0: no don't order it yet oh really yes
3: oh okay
0: so we have to talk about the question of the week we got a question of the week um one you can tell us what you're playing for JRPG july um and secondly what video game would you want to see turned into an anime like the world that's with you and persona two questions well, it's not really two questions. It's JRPG July, so you can always update us with what's going on in your JRPG July.
2: So here's the thing. I mean, my first instinct was to say Wild Arms, but technically there was a Wild Arms anime, but it had nothing to do with the game. Okay. And a lot of series, RPG series I like were like that in the 90s, where they just like made an ova that i would find a blockbuster like suico and and they had just absolutely nothing to do with the game at all.
0: Wait, so we could have had an anime?
2: Yeah.
0: Interesting.
2: I don't i don't remember it. My friend rented and i rented it and it was before i was really into anime so i was bored to tears, but i don't think it had anything to do with the game.
3: <laughs> have we finally given up calling those things original video animations? Is there a new term for that stuff? Is it all just anime to... now because it's all digitally
5: distributed? <laughs>
2: I well, don't know. O- o-
5: Ovas you usually refer to sort of smaller run things. So if like if it's sort mini of like series. a forty minutes, yeah, a forty minute thing, or like a four episode miniseries, those are usually referred to as Ovas. Got it. Good to know. I'm gonna
1: say that. Yeah,
2: I want a real.
1: Uh, I was gonna say mine is gonna be just because I'm, I really want Capcom to make something for the franchise again, ever. Uh, It's Breath of Fire. Give me more Breath of Fire.
2: Yes, I concur. You know, I'll change my answer to that. Instead of a real Wild Arms anime, I want a Breath of Fire one.
1: Get on it, Capcom.
0: Any suggestions, Alex?
5: No, I'm thinking, but all the stuff I can think of is already an anime.
1: (laughs) Alex, you want a Mega Man anime, don't you? Better than the, <laughs> the stuff we got
5: before. I think at oh, this no, point, Mega Man. Oh, no, why? Biden, Megaman, so. yeah.
1: oh. I'll have to fix that.
5: All
3: right. I think at this point, I just want to screw the series entirely. Let's have a Diablo anime. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's ruin everything. Just make it all ruined. Actually, World of Warcraft anime would be amazing. It'd be An so anime weird. instead of a movie. Yeah. I want it to be so weird, contradict like half the lore, and be awkward and so culturally different.
2: Okay. Well,
0: so on you that be- note,
3: I want you like. You
2: basically want what I said but with, with the Wild Arms anime, yes. but for.
3: Yes. Yes. That is, I do want that. Yeah, I want it like a 90s licensed thing done by people totally unfamiliar with the original property. And they get like a few of the characters in there. And it's just like, what is this garbage? So basically the WoW movie, but anime, yeah.
2: I'm weird. I didn't think the WoW movie was that bad.
3: Yeah, but it didn't really tie in directly to the WoW lore exactly. It was kind of like yeah, here's a a few beats of the wild lore, and then, I don't know, we're gonna go this direction instead?
1: I just, I keep getting vibes of, like, misogynistic Link in The Legend of Zelda anime.
4: (gasps) Excuse (laughs) me! There it is.
3: Oh. Alright, and Can on that fa- delightful I wanna, note I want a Fallout anime now, too I'm,
0: I'm, I'm ending the podcast Goodbye okay, Thanks, Chris Thank you Thanks, Peter
3: Wait, what, are, what is you. everyone playing?
0: I was getting to that next You
3: can't end You can't do it afterwards Look
0: at the notes Thank guests Dale north Forecast And what will you be playing?
3: Okay But you don't say goodbye
0: I said thank you Whoa thanks kelly thank you thanks alex thank you down north for our music thank you forecast for our encoding what are people going to be playing this week i'm going to finish atelier mirroru and then move on to no Kuni.
3: i think i should play so many things and will instead just play uh, pso 2 because i'm terrible i'm a terrible gamer I second that notion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Kelly?
2: Um, more trails.
3: More trails. All right.
0: Alex? Oh, I yeah, think you more
5: Probably more eye more icing and after I finish off Persona 4 Golden.
0: Yay!
5: And I might try out cost code.
0: Ooh. I'm holding off buying that because I want it, but it would consume my everything, so... All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see Thank you next you. week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.